Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer at Alpha, and today I'm talking to my colleague Nick Fedson, Alpha Sustainability Analyst, um, who's going to be talking to us about SECA, the Streamlined Energy and Carbon Reporting, which we've touched on before, Nick, but uh, it'll be useful, I think, to those listening, in particular the work you've been doing on this in a series of reports, particularly looking at data management and what this might mean for, for companies. Hi, Jeremy. So I'll give a brief introduction uh, to Secker. Once again, we've produced a fair amount of content on Secker in the past, uh, just talking about its significance as a new piece of legislation for businesses. The work that I've done most recently is squarely aimed at why data management is of heightened importance for Secker and uh, some some comparisons with you know other pieces of, of legislation that have on the surface appeared similar to Secker, but in reality uh, have uh, significant departures from it. But just to take a step back, Secker is a new reporting legislation introduced by BASE. It began in April of 2019, and it requires uh, qualifying companies to make disclosures in their yearly published accounts on Companies House of their environmental impacts. So uh, unlisted companies need to report as uh, a minimum the energy and emissions from their electricity, gas, and transport, and listed companies need to report their global scope one and two emissions uh, alongside the UK contributions uh, to those totals. And both unquoted and listed companies need to report intensity metrics, uh, statements of methodologies, and narratives of energy efficiency action that have taken place over the financial year. Now, SECR is, uh, it differs from previous legislation. I I think the the most important point to make here in that these are yearly assessments that get made and get published in the accounts that, that a company files with Companies House every year. So these disclosures are public. Right. And so in terms of transparency and so on, this is a big step um, for many. Um, we'll, we'll change the situation in which this uh, this sort of data is being analysed and reported. We've talked in the past about uh, the importance of, of data management, but you know, how would you describe it in terms of being a new chapter? Sometimes we say a new paradigm, I think, for business. Is it just about the transparency or is it the nature of the data and the uh, perhaps the complexity and detail that needs to be dealt with now? I think both aspects that you've uh, pointed to there are very important for SECR. I'll just break down my uh, answer in terms of the scope of reporting that's required and then what you alluded to, the the transparency of the reporting, uh, the the transparency implied by the kind of reporting that it is. So I think uh, a good way to talk about SECR is in comparison, uh, is by comparing it to some previous similar legislation. Now, in my article, I discuss ESOS and the CRC. These are two pieces of legislation. The CRC has been phased out now. ESOS um, is still uh, in place. These are two pieces of legislation that effectively ask companies to make assessments of their energy or emissions. Now, ESOS covers a a very broad scope of energy. It, It requires companies to assess all of their energy use, but it requires companies to make that assessment only once every four years. And furthermore, the number that they come to in that assessment is not a matter of public record. It's uh, it's an assessment that they are expected to keep to themselves. And compliance with ESOS only really involves informing 
the environment agency that the business has complied with it. They can obviously be audited to to ensure that. But the point is that ESOS compliance and, and any disclosures that are made are not public record. The CRC, in contrast, is or was a yearly uh, disclosure framework, but only required companies to report energy and carbon from their utilities. And yes, they uh, those disclosures were made public and they were on a yearly basis. But ultimately, because utility energy data is fairly accessible, you wouldn't necessarily call the CRC a significant burden on on businesses uh, to comply with. Now, SECR, in contrast, is you know quite a different beast. The reporting requirements, the the scope of reporting that I laid out previously for unquoted and and listed companies, are the minimum reporting requirements. And already, by introducing transport and global scope one and two emissions. These imply uh, data collection processes and modeling uh, to derive energy and carbon that isn't at all obvious for a company. And if there are significant emissions outside of the minimum reporting scope, it's, you know, companies are heavily encouraged to go beyond that minimum scope wherever they have material impacts. So by making these disclosures both yearly and public and having a, a broad scope of emissions that are included, there's the potential for a sector to be quite a burden on companies' yearly processes. And I'll just I'll just finish by talking about the, the transparency. This information ends up in company accounts. It's information that a company has to take stewardship of in the same way that it does its finances. You know, companies publish their finances every year for the purposes of transparency, to lay out their information in front of anyone that wants to look at it for the purposes of assessing that company, of making a judgment on it. And if sustainability data is now going to be included in accounts for the purposes of transparency, companies really have a motivation to make these disclosures as high quality as possible. So all of this data that needs to be reported, the challenge in modeling it and the motivation to make those disclosures high quality are aspects of SECR that did not exist for ESOS or the CRC. I see. So the in terms of the, the complexity and, and data handling there, presumably businesses may have to look at their systems to see if they're adequate to deliver this. And in certain cases, uh, if they're going to integrate this into their normal operations or the new normal in the future, this, this presumably is a bit of a challenge in itself. What are your thoughts on integrating this into what is you know, going, increasingly going to be a normal part of business operations? So making these disclosures yearly is greatly aided by ongoing data collection and modeling processes so that companies can basically see their their environmental impacts more or less in real time rather than waiting until after a financial year has elapsed and, you know, putting uh, quite a burden on themselves by trying to calculate everything uh, retrospectively. So, again, because of the broad scope of reporting, you know, we really do encourage companies to take on uh, data platforms uh, to help them collect uh, and model uh, the data that's needed uh, for SECR. Because, again, for the, for the scope of reporting that's uh, being required, companies typically have very few data management processes in place uh, for data that they now need to be collecting continuously and reporting yearly. There, what's, what's important to acknowledge as well is that by having these processes embedded for data management, especially 
with uh, sustainability data management software, companies can get spillover benefits. So the reason for implementing uh, sustainability data management software is not just to aid in compliance with SECR. If you implement software like this in your organization, the culture change that having embedded processes for managing data alone naturally will have a tendency to uh, reduce emissions through the behavior change that that encourages. And having these processes in place hugely facilitates target setting uh, and monitoring of progress against targets. So I think this is really what SECR is getting at by making disclosure a much bigger part of a company's work and sustainability on a yearly basis. They're encouraging companies to take significant steps towards actual action. An important idea to, to acknowledge is that disclosure and action are actually inseparable concepts in decarbonization. Uh, when companies make disclosures, they are exposing themselves to pressure uh, for change. So I think this is kind of part of the ideology of SECR is that it's it's intended to just increase ambition in companies. And uh, well, what we're arguing here is that uh, software platforms have uh, huge potential to facilitate that, uh, that growth and ambition. Well, I think excellent point on which to conclude. Sound advice, I'm sure, on the need to having this, have the systems in place to handle this data, but also to get the maximum value out of it. Well, if you're interested in finding out more about energy sustainability reporting or data platforms to facilitate this, please do visit our website, alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK. You're welcome to contact us through there. And we hope you'll join us for a podcast on this or related subjects very soon.